Will $6.3 trillion of stimulus trigger the rise of zombie companies? Many market experts were stunned by the Federal Reserve's decision to backstop junk debt in a last-ditch attempt to maintain market liquidity. Now experts fear the Federal Reserve may push interest rates negative or even start indirectly buying stocks through ETFs, electronically traded funds. There's a good reason why most economists didn't think the Federal Reserve would backstop junk debt or buy stocks on the open market, because it's been tried before, in Japan, 30 years ago. In the 1990s Japan also backstopped junk debt and started buying the shares of Japanese companies in an attempt to kickstart an economy in free fall after the bursting of Japan's bubble economy. Unfortunately, rather than returning the economy to sustainable growth, K, quantitative easing, by the Bank of Japan, BOJ, has instead created countless zombie companies. On a positive note, zombie companies have kept people employed but they have also put serious downward pressure on the salaries of Japanese citizens, making deflation an ever-present risk. Zombie companies have effectively stalled economic growth and corporate innovation in Japan for decades. Unfortunately, in response to the pandemic, the US seems to be following in Japan's footsteps. I fear that if the Federal Reserve and Congress continue down this road, a large number of US corporations may also turn into zombie companies, leading to many of the problems Japan has suffered for many years. Like it or not, careless corporate bailouts can have serious unintended consequences. In this article, I will discuss some of the history surrounding zombie companies and the economic zombification of Japan, as well as some of the ways a zombified economy could affect you in the future. But first. Definitions. Sugar Daddy some stupid old man with too much money who wants to reignite his youth by entering a relationship with someone young enough to be his daughter, a sugar baby. Sugar baby, a young woman who wants to fleece some stupid old man out of his money. Splendid daddy someone who wants to be a sugar daddy but doesn't have the financial means. A zombie company, a company that needs bailouts in order to operate or an indebted company that is able to repay the interest on its debts but not repay the principal. A sunk cost, or retrospective cost, is a cost that has been incurred that cannot be recovered. Corporate sugar babies. Sometimes, particularly in a very bad economic slump or recession, some companies with either poor balance sheets, too much debt or not enough cash, or very low profit margins can suddenly find they need an injection of cash in order to make it through the economic downturn. If the downturn is short, usually there's no problem. The company borrows the money to cover the income shortfall during the downturn and pays the money back when the economy recovers. But what if the economic downturn is bad? What if lots of folks are going bankrupt and businesses can't pay their bills? Well, in that case, a business might realize borrowing the money using traditional means might be very difficult or maybe even impossible. In that case, a business might need a sugar daddy. Warren Buffett. In 2008, Warren Buffett was the sugar daddy who forked over the cash to his sugar baby, Goldman Sachs. In 2008, both parties got exactly what they were looking for, you might say, the relationship was mutually beneficial. But today, what's a poor company to do if a little short on cash during this economic slump? Well, Warren Buffett doesn't seem to be in the market to be a patron this time around. Warren has become a splendid daddy. The Federal Reserve is completely outspending Warren, making Warren's vast fortune, effectively impotent. Warren has been forced to keep his powder dry, apparently looking for a more desperate target sometime in the future. These days, 
The real sugar daddy is the Federal Reserve, keep printing that money. BRRRRR. Experts argue sharply cutting interest rates and injecting huge sums of stimulus money into the economy was absolutely necessary. Unfortunately, in the rush to get the money out the door and into the hands of businesses, mistakes were made. Large sums of money were directed to individuals and businesses that may not have really needed the cash injection. It appears companies that have strengthened their balance sheets with either government stimulus packages or new debt issues are further defending their financial positions by firing employees. We could be at a turning point of some kind. If governments don't react to combat record high unemployment, the economic recovery will absolutely slow and in a worst-case scenario, even reverse. On the other hand, if governments roll out more stimulus packages and paycheck protection plans, jobs will be saved unemployment rates may continue to fall, and the economy may continue to recover, but without enough business to support bloated payrolls or to pay back emergency loans, this could make companies permanently dependent on government support. In fact, in an unprecedented move, the Federal Reserve has already effectively guaranteed junk bonds. If there is no more stimulus from Congress, will the Federal Reserve start supporting equities the way the Bank of Japan has? The Baj now owns so much of the Japanese stock market through the purchase of ETFs, without continued government support, the stock market is constantly at risk of crashing. Japan's Zombie Companies The term zombie company was coined to describe Japanese firms with so much debt and burdened with so many employees, the companies were effectively unable to make a profit due to debt servicing costs or were completely dependent on continued government support. You might be wondering, where did zombie companies come from? Why would companies get into such a financial state in the first place? The truth is, zombie companies were the result of too much government stimulus in reaction to Black Monday, a worldwide, short-term financial shock that occurred in 1987. 